Hello, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm going to be talking about I Love Lucy, Season 1, Episode 24, entitled Gossip. The episode aired on March 24th, 1952. Now, the reason I chose this episode is because it's absolutely one of my favorite Lucy episodes. It's just a basic episode, just like a lot of Lucy episodes, just a basic episode that's just very funny. There's a lot of physical comedy in this, so it's kind of hard to recap, but I'm going to try my best, you guys. I also want to tell you that if you want to watch this episode, it is on Hulu. This is one of the ones that is actually on Hulu. Now, this is one of the episodes that's like a lot of the other Lucy episodes where there's a bet going. There's a rivalry going between the husbands and the wives, which is always really funny. There are so many episodes like this, you guys. I mean, this is not a first timer here. But what I like about this is it's so relatable. Of course, lately, you know, I don't work anymore, so I don't, there's no more gossip going around in my life. The only gossip I have is between me and my child. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no gossip. But when I was working, there was lots of gossip. And it was just kind of, I was talking to my husband about this. It's kind of funny how, like, I worked at a place where you'd be talking about somebody and they'd walk right into the break room and everybody would get real quiet and you knew they were t- you were talking about them. Pretty sad. I don't miss that at all, you guys. I, I, I miss working, but I don't miss the gossip and the politics at work. I just don't miss that at all. Uh, so this episode starts out. Lucy's on the phone gossiping about Betty and Jack to her friend Marge. And Ricky's, like, sitting there rolling his eyes. Ah, she's been on the phone forever. And he's over it, and he wants her to hang up. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She couldn't. Maybe that's why she didn't. Oh, keep quiet. No, not you, Marge. Well, honey, I never would have thought that of Betty. Oh, goodbye, Marge. I'm surprised the phone hasn't grown to your ear. Oh, <laughs> Lucy, why did you stop? Don't tell me you got tired of taking Betty apart. Who got tired? Marge had to hang up. Betty just walked in. (laughs) Isn't that how it always goes? You're talking crap about somebody, and they walk right in, or they're at the door. Oh, boy. Well, this is actually a pretty big, juicy piece of gossip, we come to find out. But uh, Lucy's just like, I wonder what they're saying about me. That cracks me up, too. I didn't clip that part, but that cracks me up, too, because it's so true. You talk crap about somebody, and then they uh, they meet up with somebody else, and they talk crap about you. It's just kind of how it is with women. I don't know. I mean, that's how I've, I've noticed it before. Well, Ricky lectures Lucy about how he doesn't want her gossiping anymore. And Lucy's like, but I'm not gossiping. I'm, in her own words, it's a mutual exchange of vital information. I mean, it's true, right? Uh, Lucy says it's not gossip unless she tell someone else that's true too you could always keep the gossip in and not tell anybody and then it's just a secret right well ricky tells her you know you can't keep your mouth shut and lucy says she'll prove him wrong well we'll see this is another like i said another episode where i'm gonna prove you wrong and i'm gonna win this bet and the men are are stronger than the women the men can't the, the men don't gossip like women do it's just there's so many episodes like this, you guys. Uh, Fred and Ethel come over, and Ricky tells Ethel 
that Lucy has a really nice piece of gossip. Lucy walks in with a huge piece of tape over her mouth. And the performance begins. This is liable to be real good, Fred. Will you care to join me in a ringside seat? Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is maddening. Who's it about, Lucy? Madge? cleverly has to act out this whole piece of gossip with charades which is so funny because you know she is the queen of physical co physical comedy you guys all know this she is the queen there's nobody better there's really nobody better than lucy and i mean at least in my opinion now i could tell you exactly what lucy uh, acts out but i'm just gonna go ahead and read something to you because this is more detailed because it's kind of it's a very long segment and I couldn't clip the whole thing, right? But it's kind of a long story that she acts out and it's kind of detailed. So I'm going to read you. This is from ultimateilovelucy.fandom.com. The full piece of juicy gossip that Lucy tells Ethel through charades while her mouth is taped shut was as follows. Couple Betty and Jack had a fight over another woman. Betty went in a club and saw Jack with the other woman. The two of them were caught kissing and drinking. Betty was so angry that she went over and started yelling at Jack and got into a fight with the other woman. Jerry! Jerry! Jack tried to stop the two women from fighting, but ultimately a policeman came in and separated the two women. He put the women in the Black Mariah, threw Jack into, and went driving away in the police car with the siren on. And that's exactly what Lucy uh, acts out. It's just too funny. Uh, like I said, though, it's physical comedy, and trying to explain it you just you just have to see the scene to understand how you know that it's understand the humor i guess you could say now there's a, a clip here i didn't clip it but there's a scene where ricky says lucy you promise you will not say anything you're not keeping your promise and she's really not saying anything she doesn't say a word she's just acting it out so my question for you guys is does that count if you act out what you're the secret you're trying to keep does that count that's a good question, right? Something to think about. Yeah. Thank you, Hedda and Lolly. <laughs> now, wait a minute. The point is, we can take it or leave it alone. With you women, is your life's blood. Well, you two aren't exactly anemic. <laughs> I'll bet you that we can keep from gossiping longer than you men can. Oh, that's a hard one. Girls, you made yourself a bet. Okay, what's the bet? Well, let's make it something interesting now. I know. The losers will serve the winners breakfast in bed for a month. How's that? Okay, you got yourself a deal. So I want to talk a little bit about Hedda and Lolly. Lucy says, thank you, Hedda and Lolly. Well, Hedda was Hedda Hopper, and she was a very, very famous gossip columnist back in the day, back in the 50s. She would, uh, she was kind of like the equivalent of what a TMZ reporter would be. But, uh, Lolly, she's referring to Luella Parsons, and she was also a gossip columnist. And in this little article I have here, it basically says one was in the, on the one was on the west side, one was on the east side. 
So, between them, dueling gossip columnists Luella Parsons and Hedda Hopper at mid-century commanded a readership of roughly 75 million half the country. They challenged the control of the studios who helped create them and wielded devastating power over the careers of stars such as Orson Welles, Mary Pickford, Charlie Chaplin, Grace Kelly, and Ingrid Bergman. And uh, so they were rivals, okay? So I knew about Hedda Hopper. I'd seen her in a couple different things. I mean, portrayed in a couple different things. There's this Ryan Murphy show. And if you guys don't know who Ryan Murphy is, oh man, he is amazing. He has some amazing shows out there. He did Glee. He did Nip Tuck. He did the People vs. OJ. He did American Horror Story. And then he did this, oh, he did the, uh, the Versace Murders. That was a really good one too. And he did this, this, uh, TV show called Feud. And it was about, uh, Betty Davis and, oh, what's her other name? Oh gosh. I was just looking this up. Betty Davis and the wire hanger lady. Um, Joan Crawford. (laughs) Sorry. Joan Crawford. So, that's what that that's about and Hedda is like always talking about them in her column about the because they were a feud too uh that's what it's called that's why it's called feud Betty Davis and Joan Crawford they worked on the movie uh whatever happened to baby Jane so that is what that whole tv show is about sadly you can't find it anywhere it's not on dvd they don't stream it anywhere it's very hard to find and I'm very upset because I really like it I actually had to download it because that's the only way I can watch it. But I really recommend that show if it ever comes streaming or if you ever see it on DVD. It's called Feud. Really good. I also know Hedda Hopper because she was in... I watched this movie. It was on Netflix and I'm like, I really like Brian Cranston. So I thought I'd try watching this movie called Trumbo. About Dalton Trumbo, the guy who wrote uh, Johnny Got His Gun. And he wrote a screenplay too and I can't remember exactly what it was. But he was a communist and Hedda Hopper was very anti-communist and she completely black he was blacklisted and she completely like ruined his career Hedda Hopper she was not a nice person and um I mean from what I can tell but I just wanted to give you a little bit of background about that I don't know anything about Luella Parsons just what I have here in front of me I'd never heard of Luella or Lolly until you know I'd seen this episode of Lucy Um, But I guess she was kind of the same. She was just, I have this here. It says, Luella Parsons is a reporter trying to be a ham. Hedda Hopper is a ham trying to be a reporter. Hedda Hopper was very strange. And also, if you guys have heard of her, I think she's very famous for her crazy hats she used to wear. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of like what. And then it says right here, Luella was very popular with the men. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so is Hedda's from what I hear. Anyway, I just want to give you guys a little bit of uh, background on that. Because I'd always wondered. Okay, moving on with the episode. Well, uh, the next scene, Ricky finds Fred at the coffee shop. And is worried because Lucy hasn't gossiped in three days. And he's getting, he's, he's like, oh my gosh, she's going to win the bet. But he has a plan. <coughs> Listen. Listen. Uh-huh. Supposing that accidentally we mumble something in our sleep and our wives overheard it, we couldn't be accused of gossiping then, could we? Well, no, but uh, what was... 
Oh, you mean we, we pretend that we're talking in our sleep? You got me. Ricky, you're a Cuban genius. Thank you. <laughs> now, let's see. Who we make up this story about? Well, what a... Wait a minute. Now, what about the foster woman, the blonde and 3B? They're both jealous of her looks anyway. <laughs> yeah, Grace Foster. Yeah? That's good, that's good. Grace Foster and who? The milkman. <laughs> the milkman? Yes. The little bitty guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's so bashful. <laughs> that makes it all the juicier. I, I think that's kind of messed up, don't you? He's going to purposely make her gossip just to win the bet? I mean, see how long she can go without gossiping. I mean, have a little faith in your wife, right? Well, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> so Lucy and Ricky are in bed, and he's trying to get her attention. And he's like, he's like, uh, talk, he's trying to talk in his sleep, and he's, uh, and he, she's not, she's not hearing him. She's still asleep, and he's thrashing around in bed. Finally, gets her attention. Grace Foster. <laughs> What about Grace Foster? What are you dreaming about? Why are you smiling like that? What about Grace Foster? Grace Foster is running away. Grace Foster is running away with... Grace Foster is running away with the milkman. The milkman? Uh-huh. Go on, go on. Grace Foster and the se van a salir juntos no van a volver aquí. In English, in English. Grace Foster is running away with the milkman and her husband doesn't suspect anything. Go on. That is all. Who talks in their sleep like this? I mean, I know people mumble. Like, my husband mumbles once in a while. I mumble probably once in a while. But who talks, like, in full conversations in their sleep? It's funny. And how did Lucy not know what was going on? Like, for reals. Like, sometimes these things that happen in these episodes, I'm just like, come on, Lucy. Come on, come on, Ricky. Come on, Fred, you know? I mean, I know it's a sitcom and... You have to kind of suspend reality, but man, I mean, pretty obvious what he's trying to do here. Well, Fred and Ricky meet up the next morning and they know that Lucy and Ethel are about to crack and about to lose the bet. So they decide to go down to the basement so they can eaves eavesdrop on them. Isn't that such a funny word, eavesdrop? It's just so weird. I used to say eavesdrop when I was a kid. Eavesdrop. Drop up later, Ethel. I got a pudding in the oven. Pudding? What kind? Grace Foster. I mean, Bam Betty! <laughs> oh, no, then! Yes, do you? Yes. Ricky, are you in there? <laughs> what did you hear? I heard that Grace is getting ready to run away with the milkman. They're going to Mexico and get a quick divorce, and they're settling in Steubenville. Steubenville? Yeah, he's got a new milk route. <gasps> well, if you ask me, I think her husband is well rid of her. I think so, too. I think so, too. Ethel Marks! What's that? 
You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Who's that? This is your conscience. You have been gossiping. Ethel, you've got the loudest conscience I ever heard. Lucy Ricardo, this is your conscience. You've been gossiping too. Oh, fine. My conscience has an accent. <laughs> I love that. Oh, boy. Well, they're caught, right? Well, they admit to the girls that they made up a fake story to get the girls to lose the bet. And the girls argue that the boys were gossiping because they were awake. And they were not talking in their sleep like they claimed. Ricky and Fred tell them, nope. The story's not true, so it's not gossip. It's friction, as Ricky says. Instead of fiction, it's friction. Can you guys see where this is going? <laughs> Ricky and Fred are being served breakfast in bed the next day. Why did you ever agree that they won the bet? Well, that thought it would be different if that story about Grace Foster and the milkman was true, but it wasn't. That's right. Absolutely. Help! Help! What baby! Help! Baby! He's after me! He's after me! Oh, 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 my milk will turn sour! Who's Juice peddling a flirt with my wife. Come on out, you cottage cheese Casanova. <laughs> so they're just sitting in the middle of right before they're about to eat breakfast, and the milkman runs into their bedroom and is running from Mr. Foster. And Mr. Foster has a gun, and uh, the milkman hides under like a little table or something. And I always thought that was funny that he's just like running into their bedroom. He just ran into their house just like that? Too funny, dude. Well, uh, so now the story's true, right? And now Ricky and Fred, they try to give their breakfast to the girls. But Lucy has another idea. Oh, no, you don't. I'll have honeydew melon filled with strawberries, eggs benedict, and hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the same fat, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mira lo que quiere comer para el desayuno. Un pedazo de honeydew melon benedict text fit with a strawberry y chocolate caliente. One of my favorite things that Ricky does throughout the show is when he just kind of goes off on a tangent in Spanish. It happens quite a bit. And sometimes I can understand what he's saying. Because I'm learning Spanish. I've been learning Spanish for a while now. And I know desayuno is breakfast. And caliente is hot. Chocolate caliente. So I know some of those words. And also, I'm married to a Spanish man. And he reminds me so much of Ricky Ricardo. Like, they mispronounce words. They speak real fast. It, it cracks me up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally living a Lucy and Ricky life. I'm, I'm not as crazy as Lucy. You know, I'm not as screwball as Lucy. But I definitely am married to Ricky Ricardo. Except he doesn't... Uh, He's not a band leader, though. He doesn't play the conga drums. Well, uh, this is the best part of the episode because we find out that Lucy paid the milkman 
to do this whole, to act out this whole story, this whole piece of gossip. And she paid Mr. Foster too. So they were all in on it. And she, she got revenge on those guys. And I think that's hilarious. I mean, the women won in the end. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I know Texas has had a very bad week. Um, I do not live in Texas, but I definitely want to uh, extend my prayers for all the people in Texas. Um, I've seen some pretty crazy videos of roofs caving in because of water, you know, busted water pipes. Ugh. There was a house that was on fire that they couldn't put out because there was no water. I mean, you're dealing with no water and no electricity. That's awful. So I hope that they're all... I, I think they're probably past the worst of it right now. It's It looks like there's sun today. Thank God. Alright guys, well, go ahead and um, follow me on Facebook at When TV Was Great. I have a group there. And also go and leave me a review on iTunes. And next week will be something. I don't know yet. It's always going to be a surprise. Even for me. Alright guys, thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week. Stay safe.